have finally been given a trailer for the new Spider-Man film coming out this Christmas time. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home dropped its official teaser trailer yesterday. And it's been a while since I've spoken about anything Marvel related because, you know, the last thing I think was Loki. And we're kind of waiting for uh, Shang-Chi. We just had Black Widow. And that was a year worth of anticipation right there. So even with the highly anticipated uh, third film in the Spider-Man series that Marvel is creating, which I do believe I've read that this was meant to be the last one, it's still kind of following what seems to be the same theme as what they're kind of building Phase 4 around. And I've spoken about this in Loki and in WandaVision and I think a little bit in the Black Widow entry as well. And mostly, they're really trying to build up the the multiverse. And I think they're doing that because they have all of these rights now with the purchase of Fox and the deal with studio uh, Sony Studios. They have the ability to do these characters, as we've seen a lot of the teasing that they've been doing in the film uh, when it comes to the end film dropping not just a Dr. Octopus uh full-fledged image, full-fledged, you know, here's Dr. Octopus talking to Peter, but it's also, you know, the the laugh and one of the bombs from the Green Goblin, and then some people are making some other connections, and let's just talk about that really quick. So, there's obviously a couple of scenes where there's some lightning, a lot of people are connecting that to Electro, and that's in somehow connecting to um, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man who, by the way, is one of my favorite Spider-Man. I think out of all three of them, Garfield had kind of the the best foot forward in what was a, a true to, like, comic life almost Spider-Man in a way. Or at least true to how I was raised on Spider-Man, which came from the animated series. And even that was, you know, dumbed down for children. But I think he played the role as perfect as you can get it. I don't think Tom Holland is perfect. I think he has his flaws, especially with the fact that they are taking their own liberties with that story in and of itself. You know, they don't have the obvious Uncle Ben backstory. They don't have um, the Gwen Stacy story. Instead, they had it connected where his first girlfriend was the daughter of the Vulture. And they've taken their liberties to kind of make sense in the universe that they're building. But now that they're introducing the multiverse, they're introducing the fact that this Spider-Man just happened to exist on this plane. Now, when you start messing with that, you start messing with the idea of incorporating so many other things that you can do down the line. And it really opens up this world where anything can be done. Like bringing all of these villains from all three Spider-Man franchises into this one movie. So we have um, people are pointing out Electro, people are pointing out Green Goblin, and Dr. Octopus, those are obvious. People have pointed out that there's a scene that might be Sandman. I'm not 100% certain if it is, because it also looks like something that is very similar to one of the Mysterio illusions. And you gotta remember, even though Mysterio is dead in the Tom Holland storyline, we're talking about the multiverse. Mysterio could exist in another timeline and be, be alive, like, be perfectly well-endowed and make his appearance here. There's also a scene that somebody's pointing out as being the lizard, which is a little bit, I think, of a the biggest stretch of all of the things that people have been pointing out, because it's a very shadowy figure. I originally thought it might have something to do with maybe Black Symbiote Spider-Man, 
or even just a, a, a kind of Venom cameo in some way. I can't really tell, even with the still that's floating around. It doesn't really look like Lizard, even. So, I don't know if he's going to get incorporated. Though, this is kind of leading into kind of Sinister Six territory, which would be interesting to see. It would be nice to finally get the Sinister Six, but in this notion where it's all these different universes coming together... That's kind of weird, unless what you're now going to portray is the idea that this is a Sinister Six from one timeline intruding on another, but then you're using all of the same actors. Like, if you get Electro in and you get Jamie Foxx, we know that that's Garfield, and you already have the, the same actor playing Dr. Octopus, who he looks fantastic, by the way, but it's a completely different universe and a completely different Spider-Man. So are these universes now crossing over with each other? Or do they now exist in a completely separate universe from the two they originate from, and they just so happen to be played by the same person? Like that—that's the a little bit of the line that's being told right now. Is like it is a teaser that doesn't explain enough, and we're not going to know until the actual movie comes out. But it just—it it leaves a lot of questions, simply because you know we don't know where these characters are coming from. Are they coming from these separate universes or are they coming from a, a completely different universe and they just happen to get the actors to play them again? Because you got to remember, they teased the idea of Quicksilver in WandaVision and then it turned out that it wasn't a outright connection to the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe, which if they're going down this road, they 100% can do. There's no doubt that they could absolutely do that, and it makes perfect sense to kind of just bring those actors in, give them new contracts, make X-Men films about the same characters, about the same like actors and everything. Bring back James McAvoy. Bring back Jennifer Lawrence, if she wants to do it again. I don't think she does, but maybe she does. And bring back all these characters played as the actors, played by the actors from their original films, like what they kind of teased with Quicksilver. And then what they wound up doing was saying, oh, you know what? No, it's not really Quicksilver. It's just she thinks it's Quicksilver. Like, it was weird, and it was a complete kind of, like, curveball. Like, nobody was expecting that. So I really don't know what to expect from the portrayal of these characters. It could very much well be that they have no connection to the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe or the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe, and all those... Uh, rumors floating around that Garfield and Toby were both going to be cameoing in this film in some way, shape, or form could just be rumors or it could be factual. And again, if you're talking about them being factual, so that means Toby Maguire's villains were Sandman, which if that is Sandman, and then Dr. Octopus and the Green Goblin. So all of these characters are part of his universe. So are you saying they now just kind of all come into this one and then realize that they're all villains and decide to team up? Or are they already teamed up together? Or is this just me being hopeful that we are going to get a Sinister Six? Because you, people are talking about how like they're pointing out this is five down and one to go to fully create a Sinister Six. And they're not using anybody from Tom Holland's universe. Now, Tom Holland has also set up characters like uh, the Vulture and Mysterio. And Mysterio could easily come back, like I said before, because you're now in the multiverse, so it could just be a Mysterio from another timeline. And the Vulture is technically still alive in his timeline, so you could easily reincorporate the Vulture. And let's also not forget the fact that, even though he plays a very small part, Shocker is involved. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and he pointed out that Shocker and Electro, their powers are kind of similar, so they wouldn't necessarily do that. 
And I agree, although Shocker's kind of a brute, and, you know, you could easily have him kind of ground level in a way, kind of doing some hand-to-hand stuff where you can't have everybody else. Like, everybody else would be big CGI fights, but Shocker could be a kind of the one moment where he's hand-to-hand fighting, but maybe they incorporate him, maybe they won't. But then you also have in the Andrew Garfield series, they introduced Rhino, so you could easily see Paul Giamatti re- reprise his role as the Rhino and have him come in and put Rhino in the Sinister Six. Like the Sinister Six isn't a solid these six villains. It's always been a different set of villains. And even when you have that different set of villains, you can still have different Spider-Man that also like it into the Spider-Verse taught us that. When you have, you know, Spider-Man Noir, who Nicolas Cage was hilarious as. Then you have uh, Spider-Woman with Gwen Stacy. Then you have Spider-Pig. Then you have Japanese Spider-Man. And then you have Miles Morales Spider-Man. And another universe, Peter Parker Spider-Man. So if you say that this is going to be some kind of multiverse, then that also opens the ideas of also multiverse Spider-Man being the cameos of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. However, I would also throw in there the idea of Gwen Stacy making an appearance and having that kind of be this triangle of a storyline where you have Emma Stone reprising her role as Gwen Stacy, but from another universe as Spider-Woman. And then Andrew Garfield seeing her and going, oh, wow, that's, you know, he he's the first one to kind of incorporate a, a major Gwen Stacy storyline. So that would be an interesting aspect as well. I do know that, I, I, again, having a conversation with my friend, a friend of mine about this, I do know that when Marvel kind of brings people in, there's kind of this idea that, oh, maybe they're going to lead them into something else. But that's not always true. You know, like, Black Widow and Hawkeye have been involved since the beginning, and they're just now getting solo acts. You could involve Gwen Stacy and the Spider-Woman concept just for this film and not do anything moving forward. You j- Just like bringing in, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. It doesn't mean they're going to get new Spider-Man films. You're just incorporating them because it makes sense for the story. And from what I know, almost every Sinister Six story that involves the multiverse usually involves more than one Spider-Man. And it could easily be something similar to say, the animated series back in the 90s, when they incorporated the multiverse, or the Spider-Verse, I should say, because the Spider-Verse is somehow separate from the multiverse in some way, shape, or form, I remember there being six completely different Spider-Men as well. You had the Spider-Man that was made out of all metal. You had, like, Doc Ock Spider-Man, who was basically Peter Parker with the Dr. Octopus legs kind of sewn into his waist or whatever. Then you had... Scarlet Spider-Man, who is not even Peter Parker, a completely different character. I forget his name off the top of my head, but he's probably one of the most unique-looking Spider-Man as well. Then you had Man-Spider, who was basically Peter Parker with six six arms. <laughs> and when he got too out of control, he turned into a giant spider-like creature. Like, you never saw anything outside of that from the show. And again, they were talking about an animated show where they didn't have these ideas, but we're also talking about Marvel who would do something like that, who would give us these teases and never give us anything in return. And that really is portrayed with concepts like Quicksilver. Like, Quicksilver is a huge red flag when it comes to them bringing things over for one iteration, but not, not fully going all the way with what we're expecting it to be. 
So it could easily be that they just got the same actor to play Dr. Octopus, and he has nothing to do with Tommy Maguire, and it's just going to be Tom Holland Spider-Man versus this Sinister Six. And I got to say, just kind of leading a little bit more back towards what the trailer gives us in and of itself, I am a bit annoyed with what they are portraying Dr. Strange as. Like... This is meant to be the kind of Sorcerer Supreme and the all-powerful wizard who's in control of the Time Stone and basically didn't even, like, kill the big bad in his film. He kind of just bewildered him to the point of annoyance where the guy gave up and just went, went home with his tail between his legs. Like, we're talking about, like, a character who played a major role in Endgame who had such a successful first film that even people who weren't Doctor Strange fans or knew who that character was fell in love with him within the first film. And now you're portraying him as this guy that's like just throwing spells around willy-nilly and just perfectly okay with just being careless with the magic that he has power over. And he's trying to do this spell and he's the Sorcerer Supreme but he fucks it up because Peter's talking to him too much. Like, that portrayal is just kind of, like, downgrading to the character of Doctor Strange for me. And maybe it's, like, something that's kind of endgame-related. I'm kind of giving it, like, the benefit of the doubt and thinking... In his mind, this is something that has to happen. Kind of how Endgame, basically everybody had to die in order for them to win. So maybe he feels that this kind of chaos has to happen because it is what is meant to happen in order to get to the outcome that we want. But I can't really say that for sure. I'm just going off of that based on me not wanting Doctor Strange to be this dumb or be portrayed as being this negligent with his powers and with the magic that he has control over. And there really isn't a lot of context to give you that, and it just leads us down these paths of thought. Like, is Doctor Strange being this careless? Is this actually a setup that's something that has to be done because he already knows it has to be done? You know, who knows? We won't know until the film comes out. But this portrayal really does put a bad taste in my mouth for the Doctor Strange character. I do know that Multiverse of Madness is still in process, and this could easily connect to that in some way, shape, or form. And I do know... Uh, Wanda um, is meant to come back for the for that film as well uh, in some way, shape, or form. And basically what it looks like is that they're just... This is what it's going to be. The, the multiverse is going to be the huge storyline that they're going to use with Phase 4 and Phase 5 at least. And I don't know if uh, what role Shang-Chi is going to play in that, but I am looking forward to that film. And that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Actually, no, pretty recent. Pretty soon, actually. It's the 24th. So, I think it's the 4th that Shang-Chi comes out. Yeah, so that's like next week. Alright, not bad. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And seeing what that kind of brings to the table as well. I know he's probably not going to have anything to do with this multiverse thing that they're building. But they're introducing him because they need these characters. Just like they're introducing the Eternals. Even though I'm not 100% looking forward to the Eternals. It is nice to see them kind of going down this line where they're introducing things that have kind of existed already. But the multiverse just opens up so many doors. And I know people are saying that this is meant to lead to Kang the Conqueror, and if that's what they're doing, I'm okay with that. I think it's full gung-ho ahead. Don't, you know, do... Don't, like, break all your... What's the phrase I'm trying to think of? 
don't count all of your chickens before they hatch or whatever. Like, yes, we're going to get Kang the Conqueror, and yes, we're going to get incorporated of all these characters that we've been looking forward to, such as Fantastic Four, which could also have something to do with the multiverse, or it could just be something that they're introducing now. But I do know that if they're going with the Fantastic Four storyline, you could easily have Doctor Doom play a huge role in those films as well, and that could be a completely separate Avengers film in and of itself. And the one thing they haven't introduced between Phase 4 and Phase 5 is another Avengers film. Maybe they're going to lean towards that at some point. Maybe they're not, but that would be like nice to hear something about another Avengers film. And I know that they usually do uh, the phases in threes, and they only did Phase 4 and 5, so maybe once they're done with 4 or halfway through Phase 5, they'll show us Phase 6, which will have an Avengers film. And each phase so far has had at least one Avengers film. Phase 4 has nothing and Phase 5 has nothing. So if they're leaving that to Phase 6 to actually build up new characters and build up new storylines, or even start and end storylines so they can move to what they might have planned for Phase 6, I don't know. I, I would just like to hear something about another Avengers film, especially when this is meant to be the last Spider-Man film and you're incorporating the multiverse, and you're also incorporating just the idea of time and space in and of itself with Loki. And Loki is so far the only show that I've heard that has a second season already kind of booked. Like, it's already in the works that a Loki season two is going to happen. I don't know anything about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it doesn't make any sense to do another one, nor does a WandaVision make any sense, because WandaVision was very unique. So unless they're going to do separate films, which I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind a Captain America 4 with Falcon leading the Rome, leading the helm. I wouldn't mind, you know, a, a Scarlet Witch film, you know, or even just the idea of the shows that we have coming moving forward. You've got Miss Marvel and She-Hulk and the Hawkeye show, which is meant to kind of see him pass the mantle over the Kate Bishop. So you're, you're setting up this area where we're going to have this... Th these new characters take up the mantle of what the old characters gave us. And when you went from having six members of the Avengers to nine members of the Avengers to this army of members of the Avengers, we have to see them come back. You know, we have to see them in some way, shape, or form come back. And it's kind of upsetting to think that possibly Spider-Man isn't going to be involved in that. And I know that Thor has a fourth film coming out, so maybe he's signed on for more. Maybe we'll see Thor again. You know, I don't know. But when it comes to just this trailer, if this is how they're going to end the Spider-Man trilogy or if they're going to lead into more after this, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also anxious to see what else unfolds in the coming weeks because this is just the teaser trailer. And there's already so much that's been going on, so much has been posted. Like I said, this post I saw about how people are pointing out these individual things that show you that the buildup of the Sinister Six... And I would love to see that because they tease that in the amazing Spider-Man films with Andrew Garfield. And if they're going to do it here and this is how they're going to do it, I'm all for it. I'm on board with it. But I do hope that this portrayal of Doctor Strange is just kind of for the teaser. And there's more to it and we'll get more context when the film comes out. So I hope that that's the case. I hope I'm correct in saying that, and I hope I'm not wrong, and that we actually it actually is them completely downplaying Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, because that would really suck. <laughs>